Welcome to Dance Pod with Skornes Dance Theater, a podcast brought to you by Sweden's largest independent dance institution. Your chance to hear from dance artists, engage with movement, and delve deeper into our creative process. Hey, my name's Kit, and I'm a dancer here with Skornes Dance Theater. Welcome to part two of today's podcast in conversation with Swedish choreographer and dancer Sindri Runeda about their new work, A Sensorial Lecture, that makes a guest performance here at Skornes Dance Theater on the 18th and 19th of November 2020. If you haven't already listened to part one, then I encourage you to check that out first before diving into part two. In part one, I talked to Sindri at length about A Sensorial Lecture, its themes and the process of making it. Now, in part two, we give you a taste of what you can expect to experience during the performance through an audio-described extract of the work and a series of short, guided, somatic practices taken from the piece. We hope to simulate in podcast form the interactivity of Sindri's work itself. So enjoy getting involved and hopefully trying something new with us. A Sensorial Lecture is a solo work created and performed by Sindri. In the performance, we encounter five voices in metaphoric dating scenarios. The work deals with audible romance and love at first frequency, exploring sound and, in particular, voice as a means of touch. Together with composer Marta Forsberg, Sindri curiously examines the intimacy of voice messaging through dance, dialogue, and movement exercises, the audience is invited to a sensual and sensory lecture with humour, imagination, and sensitivity. Throughout a sensorial lecture, Sindri stands at the microphone on four different occasions and leads the audience in a guided exploration of attention and touch. The practice is derived from Sindri's approach, Centred Adventures, you will experience five different layers of touch which Sindri uses in the piece. You will hear a combination of my voice and Sindri's, and halfway through the exploration, you'll hear an audio-described excerpt of a part of the performance, before we then return to the guided exercises and go through the final three layers of touch. So first, we invite you to take a coffee cup from your kitchen or any object, Find a quiet space and make yourself comfortable. Then plug in your headphones if you're using them and just get lost in this experience. Let's begin. Layer one. I kindly ask you to, to pick up the coffee cup and hold the cup in one of your hands. And with the other hand, or it can also be an, another part of your body, you start to um, explore the the space in between your hand, your body, and the coffee cup. So you start to explore the space around the coffee cup. Um, so you don't touch the cup yet. You you kind of touch the coffee cup um, with a distance. So in this way, it's like a touch without a touch. So just keep on exploring this for a while and, and sense if you can feel the cup without actually touching it. 
And then if this would be another human body or an animal or maybe a li- another living creature uh, or maybe also an object, um, you would maybe feel the heat of that body or maybe even the, the, the energies of that Layer two. I kindly ask you to hold the coffee cup in your hand and with the other hand or the other part of your body, <clears throat> you try not to, to touch the coffee cup uh, with, a, with a very, very soft and careful touch. So super, super carefully, you're starting to touch the cup, almost like if you don't touch it, but now you start to engage with a, a real physical touch of the cup touching your hand and um, yeah almost like for me it helps to pretend that the hand was maybe a feather touching the cup uh, and in this way you can start to maybe trace the outlines of the cup and your hand and try and sense if you can feel or experience the touch only from like the small nerve ends of your hand or maybe touch it just with a small hair on your body or on your on your hand and this would maybe be like you know an animal that is afraid of something or a cute little puppy that tries to say hi to something and go up and very carefully sniffing or or smelling something with the with the face close to something We'll continue with the guided exploration soon, but first, a short audio-described excerpt of the work. It's dark. Totally dark. You can feel the seat beneath you and the rough, exposed ceramic of a broken coffee cup against your skin. You feel the breath of the person next to you, then notice a subtle scraping across the floor in front, then the thud of shoes hitting the ground. A brief flash of light exposes a heap in the centre of the space, shifting easily on its spot. The light recedes too quickly to grasp what it is. A warm reddish glow, like the embers of a fire, lingers and brightens, gradually revealing more about the object. It's made of paper, coarse and crumpled, Sculptural and solid. Its shape is ambiguous, its size still undefined. It folds over itself and a foot comes into view, then a leg, then the rest of Sindri, straddling the paper, 
They rest on top of it for a second. Sindri gently touches their hand to a point just in front of their face, perhaps to where the object's mouse would be if it had human parts. The light makes sudden shifts in direction and intensity. It illuminates Sindri's costume, a lilac, coordinated tracksuit and white socks. Sindri rolls slowly around the stage, wound up in the paper. As they move together, they reveal a pair of shoes lying on the ground where they had been. They continue to shift, enmeshed and grounded, with caressing motions, with care, with sensitivity. A momentary flash of light reveals the audience opposite, exposing them as they witness this intimate, private moment. Sindri pulls the paper up in front of them and they sit, face to face. They lift their hand to the front of the paper and caress the empty space a hair's breadth from its surface, just above the grain, tracing its creases and crevices. Sindri twists into the paper, then lays it down long to reveal its full height, roughly twice his. They lay down beside it, nestle into it, crawl through it, and push it, across the space. The light shifts more often now, touching new angles and perspectives on the scene. Sindri stops on their knees and reaches their face into the air above, then yields down on all fours with the paper clinging to them. They reach a hand gently away along the ground, which in the light is now lilac like their clothes, and so smooth that it reflects the scene with crystal clarity. They reach the other hand through the air, pause, allow a small twitch of the fingers, then lie back and press the paper into the air above. Sindri tests the negative space, touching the vacuum between the surface of the paper and their body. They stretch it to cover themselves, then press their feet up into it, pulling it down to meet their chest, bringing it close to their face, cheek to cheek, maybe. Above them and to the side, a microphone hangs from the ceiling. Backlighting reveals the audience's legs in silhouette, in socks, not shoes, like Sindri. 
Sindri passes a leg over the paper, caressing the air with a foot. They wind up, together, get twisted, seeming totally immersed in the paper, in its sensation, in the pleasure of touching it. They spread it apart, wear it, writhe in it. By now the lights blink and flicker constantly. Sindri continues to feel around the surface of the paper, closer in now and jaw slightly parted. They trace the paper with their mouth and rest with it touching their lips. Stay a second. Sindri opens up to the space around them for the first time, to the air, to the audience. And with a slight wink in their voice, Sindri says, Wow, that was almost like a kiss. We return now to the guided exploration and layer three. At this point in the show, Sindri has just been dancing. They go to the microphone, catch their breath, and say the following. Please pick your coffee cup back up again. And this time I want you to hold the cup with both of your hands and maybe just close your eyes for a while. And try and feel or sense uh, the weight of the weight of the coffee cup. And just feel how the coffee cup is kind of sinking into the hands uh, and let the gravity do its job. So when you feel the weight of the cup, you can start with a very slow little micro movement of your hands and starting to activate, you're starting to activate the skin of your hand. So try and sense or feel how the skin can start to slide over the hard surfaces of the cup or sliding over whatever is under the skin. Almost like if you're starting to create this kind of friction or rubbing the skin back and forth over the cup. And this is a very sensual touch and it's, it's all about pleasure. And on the stage, I say, and this is one of my favorite ways of touch. Layers four and five. At this point, Sindri is moving with the paper and the microphone as they deliver the final part of the lecture. You can pick up your object or cup again. And this time, I want you to, um, to start to explore the cup or the object with a little bit more strength and muscle force. So you can now start to engage, yeah, a bit more muscular and start to kind of squeeze the coffee cup and feel if you can, you can sense all the different layers of the hand, like the muscles, like the flesh of the hand, the... the the liquids, the blood, the connective tissues, all the joints and tendons, 
and cartilage inside of your hand, just starting to dig deeper into the hand. Give the cup or the object a little squeeze, maybe. So in almost like if you give the cup a massage, or maybe the other way around, the cup is giving you or your hand a massage. And then the last one, now, before we end this little guidance. You can try to give even more pressure into the object or the cup with your hand. And I want you to try and sense, feel, see, <laughs> if you can experience the bones or the skeleton, skeletal system of your hand. If you can touch your bones into the white porcelain of the coffee cup. So somehow you maybe have to give even more weight or push into to the object or the coffee cup and start to feel and find or trace the bones of your hands, all the small little bones in there. Another way to, to find the bones would be to relax or somehow release as much as you can and let the object somehow just yield or travel or sink in to the bones of your hand. So yeah, if this would be a motion without the object, maybe you relax the nerve so much as it, for me at least, it somehow feels like the bones are traveling through the skin of your hands into the space. And in this moment, you can start now to, this is, yeah, this is the moment where you start to manipulate the object and moving it around in the space in front of your body. So you can lift the cup around, you can start to manipulate the coffee cup uh, by pushing it and pulling it and yeah, just improvise and, and explore how the cup is moving around in the space in front of your body. That concludes Sindri's five layers of touch. As an extra bonus, Sindri described to me how they use the rest of their awareness as they do this exercise and dance in general. So here's Sindri talking about that. I focus on something that is in front of my body. It can, can be like a daily action, something I pretend that I'm doing. Or I focus my attention in one direction. It can be with the face and the eyes or my whole body or my presence somehow in one direction. In the same time as I'm keeping that awareness or that direction of the touch or the movement or the, the dance, whatever. Uh, in the same time, I try to make myself as aware of what's going on behind me or in the back of my body. Um, so, for example, if I'm looking towards you now, Kit, or talking or directing my voice towards the microphone and you sitting in front of me, I try to, to sense if I, in the same time, can be super or hyper <laughs> aware of what's happening in my back muscles or how the back of my skin is touching the, the back of the, the chair, for example. So that's something that I, I do in the show a lot with this big paper that I'm, I'm trying to, to engage myself in, in the touch of that, but also engage myself in what is not touching the paper, 
and that kind of correlation of listening through the touch. That's it for DancePod this week. Head to our website for more information about tickets for a sensorial lecture and other Scornest Dance Theatre productions and upcoming workshops. From all of us here at Scornest Dance Theatre, thank you so much for listening and catch you next time. (laughs) 